Welcome to Local News Live. Uh, here's a question for you. How many primary care physicians have you had over the last several years? Just one? If so, you're pretty lucky. Uh, the turnover rate among physicians is climbing. Physician burnout is climbing. And this was happening even before the pandemic. I spoke this week uh, with an expert. She is an assistant professor at Harvard Medical School uh, and also is a master certified physician coach, works with doctors to kind of better understand this problem and how we can address it. I am joined now by a medical expert, Dr. Gail Gazelle. She is an assistant professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. She's also a master certified coach for physicians, which is going to help with the conversation we're about to have, and the author of a book, Everyday Resilience, a practical guide to build inner strength and weather life, weather life's challenges. Dr. Gail, thank you so much for being here, and I think we could all use uh, a little of that at this point, uh, and we're talking specifically about doctors and burnout, and this is uh, such a hot topic during COVID-19, uh, but even before that, I mean, it's such a high-stress uh, profession, uh, and um, I guess we'll just kind of start with how common physician burnout is, because I was kind of surprised to read the stat. The stats are concerning. Even before the pandemic, there were multiple studies that revealed that burnout occurs in one and two physicians. It's highest in emergency room physicians. It's very high in perioperative uh, physicians like anesthesiologists and surgeons, but it's actually high in every specialty of medicine. We don't know exactly what the numbers are like now, you know, two to three years into the pandemic, but I think it's reasonable to assume that they are not any lower than that. Sure. And I mean, it, it may seem a little obvious, some of the risks of physician burnout, obviously, to patients. Uh, but but what are the risks of having doctors who are just kind of, you know, at their at their wits end? It's really troubling. Uh, what we see is an increase in medical errors. We see lower uh, patient satisfaction because the doctors are less empathetic, less caring in some ways. I hate to say it, but they're a little bit checked out, especially when you know it's the end of the day or the end of a long shift. We also see physicians leaving the profession, retiring early, and we already are in the midst of a really profound nursing shortage. There are many areas of the country where we have an equally profound physician shortage. So it's not good for any of us in the public to have physicians leaving early. Definitely not. What are the kind of the identified reasons? What are the biggest reasons leading to doctors burning out, you know, before COVID even? It's multifactorial, without a doubt. As you named, it's a high stakes profession. It's not easy being on the front lines and taking care of desperately ill individuals, again, in whatever specialty you're in, and knowing that you know somebody's life is on the line with the decisions that you make. So high stakes is one thing. Another thing is that you know we've seen a real increase in what physicians think about as below grade tasks. In other words, you have to spend hours haggling with an insurance company to get the CAT scan okayed for your patient who's been having horrible headaches and could have a brain tumor. That's, a, that's considered a below-grade activity. We also have the burden of the electronic health record. So for many years, the physicians you know, scrawled with bad handwriting into a paper chart. We converted to electronic records in various places over the last two decades. And in the digital age, there's almost this sense like that it's gonna take a couple of thousand clicks just to order an aspirin for your patient. 
it's created so much administrative burden, so much time, kind of what's now called pajama time. Physicians work all day, busy, busy, busy. They finally get out of the office, get home to their family. They have to get right back on the computer to finish their patient notes. So it's added a tremendous level of burden. Then, of course, we have the pandemic. And just think about the early part of the pandemic before we had vaccines, when physicians didn't know if they would be protected, if they would bring COVID home to their families. And even now, of course, with vaccine hesitancy and the politicization of the whole pandemic, a lot of that falls into the laps of medical providers who were ending up at the bedside of an unvaccinated patient, perhaps with a family member angry at them, maybe not even convinced that the patient has COVID incredible burdens, incredible stresses, you know, that make it really hard for healthcare to function well. Yeah, and it's something that the public probably doesn't see. They don't see those scenarios a lot of times, so can probably feel very isolating uh, for doctors as well. Um, is that another reason and, and that they, they kind of internalize it all and, and don't address it? Again, I think it's complicated, but I think for nurses and for doctors, it's a heavy load and it's a heavy load during the pandemic with all the uncertainty, all the ambiguity, all the fears about one's own family and one's own health. And I, I think it's left physicians in particular having a shift in their priorities, really questioning this job, this calling, this profession that they entered and thinking, you know, is it worth it? Do I need to reprioritize and have more time with my loved ones? I think the pandemic has left many of us uh, reprioritizing our lives, but certainly that's the case for physicians. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the bleak picture. Can you give us any hope? I mean, how do you, when you're coaching physicians, uh, what, are the, what are the strategies that, uh, that doctors and nurses and all these uh, our healthcare heroes and professionals, how can they overcome this? I think there are a number of strategies, and one that may be surprising to the public is that physicians actually learn in their medical training to be very critical of themselves, to doubt themselves, to actually compare themselves to their peers, and to never feel like they're measuring up. They're so focused on problems and fixing problems that they have a hard time actually seeing the good that they're doing. And that is critically important. If you're going through your taking care of one sick patient after another, and you can't really see the good that you're doing, it's not hard to imagine how draining that's going to be and how depleting it's going to be. So really an important tip is as you're going through your day, and certainly before you get into bed at night, do an inventory. What did I do well today? Who did I help? What difference did I make in the lives of some of the patients that I took care of? That can provide quite a bit of sustenance and it can reverse this pattern of self-criticism and negativity that unfortunately physicians get trained to apply to themselves. Are there uh, you know, readily available resources to doctors? Um, someone in your profession probably know, is there kind of an inner circle? Is this something that doctors talk about uh, and, and know that they can kind of find help if they need it? I don't think that was the case for many years, but now two to three years into the pandemic, the good news, maybe a silver lining, is that physicians talk very openly amongst themselves about burnout. The levels are so high and healthcare institutions are noticing they're concerned about losing their physician workforce or having an increase in medical errors, heaven forbid. So there's so much awareness around burnout. The American Medical Association has resources, the American College of Physicians, the American Academy 
only a family practice. So it's, um, I think the pandemic has been a wake up call in many ways, but it's been a wake up call around the toll of physician burnout. What would you say to maybe a high school student or a college student sitting in biology classes kind of on the fence? Should I go pre-med? Should I become a doctor when they see what's going on right now in the healthcare field? How, what would you say to encourage young people to still get into this profession? Being a doctor is an amazing profession. The opportunities to help your fellow citizens in their time of most vulnerable need is so gratifying. It's really quite sacred in many ways. So of course the job has many challenges. What job doesn't, right? And yet the rewards for being a doctor, I, I think they can't be beat. And so we have to take care of ourselves. We have to nurture ourselves and be compassionate with ourselves and make sure that we're not running on empty so that we can run this marathon of a career. But I would not hold back. I, I would fully recommend this career to any young person. And finally, what about from a patient perspective? I know that may probably not much a patient can do, or is there something that maybe just remembering that doctors are human, but to kind of, um, I mean, not necessarily, you know, it's not the patient's responsibility, obviously, but is there anything from the patient perspective that we can do? I think that's a really important point. Healthcare is fundamentally about human connection, right? It's a human endeavor. And the more we can lean into that, both on the physician side, the nurse side, the healthcare side, and the patient side, I think the better off we will all be. So your doctor comes into the room and maybe they're 15 minutes late, hopefully not much more than that. And they're looking really worn down and tired. Make a human comment, gosh, looks like you've had a hard day. That actually goes a long way. At least the doctor feels seen. And then the doctor hopefully can be more empathetic in return. So I think just leaning into the fact that this is a human to human experience can really help all of us. I love it. That's a great point. We're all in this together for sure. All right, Dr. Gail Gazelle, we appreciate it. Uh, she knows what she's talking about. Assistant professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School, master certified coach for physicians and the author of your uh, book. Tell us uh, just real quickly about the book. Everyday Resilience, a Practical Guide to Build Inner Strength and Weather Life's Challenges. It's an easy read. I really set it up in a very simple, accessible, and warm conversational tone. And it gives you a lot of strategies and gives you the science and the neuroscience behind, behind those. It's not just for healthcare. It's for anybody who has stress in their life, who has difficulties, which I think it's fair to say that we all have. And it provides a roadmap with practical strategies to help you along your way. Perfect. Look for the book. Thank you so much, Dr. Gail Gazelle. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. My thanks again to Dr. Gail. Appreciate her time again. And uh, I think we could all use a little grace, no matter what uh, industry or what your work uh, profession is or in any part of our lives right now. We've all been through so much the last couple of years. 